So it's been a minute since we uh, recorded a podcast. I say we, I really mean me, uh, but it sounds better, you know, to take the blame off yourself sometimes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we're going to recap the last two weeks of midweek, which have been incredibly awesome. A lot of energy. Uh, I love it. I was telling someone today on staff, I was like, listen, when we play a game, like an icebreaker game, the kids are all into it. It's almost like the price is right or like some big game show because it's very intense and it's very loud and it's amazing. Uh, it's just, (laughs) it's just so fun and it's, uh, different than what I'm particularly used to with kids ministry. I think a lot of the times, um, or at least the way that I've, I'm used to doing kids ministry. So it's been awesome. It's been a, a very refreshing thing to see the kids super excited and into it. Uh, I think the past few weeks have been awesome because we have seen um, kids accept Christ. We've seen kids baptized. We have seen uh, new faces, new kids getting involved at midweek, which is just awesome to us. Uh, We love getting to to meet new families and see new people. And so uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, This current series, uh, Church Operation, has been awesome. Uh, First of all, we did play the, the game Operation a few times, and that was a lot of fun. I forget how challenging that game is until I play it, but it was really cool. I think the kids liked it. Um, but I think what I really loved the most was um, just kind of seeing our kids take what they're learning, take it home, bring it back, and begin thinking through uh, a little bit more intentionally about how they can use their gifts in the church. This whole series has been on um the church being the body of Christ. What does it mean to be the body of Christ? What does it mean? Like, you know, how did you become part of it? You know, we start, we talked about salvation a lot, which sounds weird, but, you know, every lesson goes back to the gospel and starting um, with knowing Jesus and trusting in him. However, this one is especially true because, you know, if you don't know Jesus, then you can listen, but it doesn't really apply to you if you're not part of the church. And so uh, midweek, 11 that was last week I believe um we talked a lot about you know one part many members like when one member suffers all of us suffer when you stump your toe it's not just like hey I stumped my toe it sends messages up to the brain that signals the rest of your body that hey you are feeling pain and if you hurt it bad enough you know you may even walk with a limp it doesn't just impact your toe it really impacts the rest of your body and I love that Paul says that in 1 Corinthians 12, 26. He's like, hey, when one part of the body hurts, the rest of it hurts, right? And when we think about the church, when we think about the body of Christ, there are a lot of people who are hurting. There are a lot of people who are going through um, hardships or hard times. Some people feel sick or anxious or depressed. Some people feel lonely. Some few people feel sad. Some people might be experiencing persecution. You know, for our kids, it might even be just having a hard time at school, right? There are people all around us who are hurting. And many of us, you know, present at midweek have experienced or are experiencing hurt or grief or loss in our own different ways. And so when we, when we see that, right, we are to be empathetic. We are to share with the feelings of other people. So when one of us is hurting, the rest of us 
are hurting and we can help that by praying for people. We can listen to them talk. We can love them. We can be a good friend. We can offer help. We can show kindness. We can remind them that God loves and God cares about them. That's part of what it means to be part of the body. When one of us hurts, all of us hurts. And sometimes that just seems extreme, but I think it's also very comforting. We are not all by ourselves. We are not all alone. There, are, There's a whole body of believers. There's a whole body of people um, that can come alongside of us and walk with us through, through challenges. But then there's the flip side of the verse. When one of us is celebrating, all of us get to celebrate. You know, we said, what kind of things should the church celebrate together? And we've, we've hit on this a couple, uh, the past couple of weeks, you know, we had a, a kid who received Christ who was saved. We watched kids get baptized or, you know, taking communion. We celebrate those things. We celebrate when God answers our prayers or when God does something awesome. We celebrate when we use our gifts to serve in the church. We celebrate when we see God working. That's one of the reasons why I enjoy uh, sending out messages or, you know, people can come back and listen to the podcast. It's like, hey, we can celebrate how we see God working in the lives of our kids and in our families and in our leaders. You know, it's more fun when the more people who can celebrate and join in, the better, right? <laughs> and so we are, to, we are to celebrate when others celebrate. If we're going to be a healthy church, we have to be able to work together. We work hard to be unified. We work hard not to spend all of our time fighting each other. But when one of us is hurting, we hurt together. And when one of us is celebrating, then we celebrate together. And that was kind of our, our week 11 lesson for our Bible time. And then at the end of that night, we sent home a modified spiritual gifts survey for kids. Now, we put some parameters around it. First of all, um, we wanted parents to, to be able to sit down with their kids and to do this and to fill out the, the survey. Um, we only used four gifts, so teaching, serving, giving, encouraging, or encouragement. And this was intentional. A, you know, for reason letter A, that's not right, reason number one. You know, there's a lot of more spiritual gifts, but that's just very confusing for kids, I feel like. It's very confusing at times for adults, but the simpler, the better. These are gifts that our kids could see and really kind of connect with a little bit more easier, easily, easily, a little bit more easily. There we go. And some of the others, um, plus we, we don't have all day to really talk about the gifts as much as we want, they're in 15-minute stations of rotation, so it's not like a lot of time for our kids to do this. However, we also wanted kids to sit down with their parents to begin having these conversations, because conversations were going to go one of two ways. Either you are saved, and we can see that God is working in your life in these ways, or you're not saved, and let's talk about how God has, has created the church, and how, how God wants you to be part of his family. So we were very intentional with that, and of course, on midweek, we have ticket a ticket system. So you earn tickets to earn, like, epic prizes for your group or your team. So right now, our kids are willing to do a lot of, a lot of things for tickets, which is helpful. And so we send it home as homework to do with uh, their families at home, and they could bring it back and get tickets. And honestly, I was hoping, you know, for one or two who would bring back their paper. We saw a lot of our kids. I don't even know how many we saw. Uh, but kids were running up to me like, look, I did my homework. I did my homework. And I was like, this is great. And throughout the week, we've heard stories of families who um, who were very intentional about this time, who 
had a, a date and a time to sit down and to fill these out and to talk with their kids. We heard of stories from families who um, who had intentional conversations with their kids and then who had their kids talk to their siblings. Like, you know, people within your family, what do you see as being a gift or something that is enjoyed? So it actually worked out better than I was anticipating, which is always a huge plus, you know, when God just takes something and, and makes it even better than you could ask, think, or imagine. Think about the Ephesians text there. Uh, but anyway, it was really cool, and the kids were very excited. And it was unique because there were some kids who, I mean, it's a very simple spiritual gifts test. It's not, you know, official. There was only four options. However, it was really cool to see some of our kids who, <laughs> they're like, look, We've got, we tied, there's like two that we're really good at, or there was one gift where some of the kids were really dominant in. Um, there was one kid who came up to me and he's like, look at my, look at my test. And I was like, Hey, I was like, wow, giving is your highest. I was like, listen, I'm so glad that you are a good giver because I am not good at giving. And so he was like, oh yeah, I love doing this. So it was really cool to see uh, that happen. And as I mentioned before, so the last lesson we we had them bring in their spiritual gifts test, for, you know, for tickets, but also so we could talk through them. And what I liked about this particular test is it gave kind of examples. For instance, if you were are gifted in teaching, so if our kids, our kids could look at like a list and say like, okay, if you have a gift of teaching, then it's going to look like things like you enjoy learning and reading, asking questions, being organized, studying God's word. You like, you like the facts. And then we challenge them to stop and think through, like, who in our church has the gift of teaching? And they could kind of have some conversation with, oh, we think, you know, this person or this person probably has the gift of teaching. And then we would talk through things like serving. You know, if you have the gift of serving, we kind of define that as like, you know, you're, you like to work on things. You have short-term tasks. You're dependable. You're organized. You're appreciated. You like being appreciated, rather, and you enjoy saying yes. Um, it also, <laughs> side note, it also kind of feels like a BuzzFeed quiz. That's what it makes me think of, the spiritual gifts test, uh, or like a personality test. And then we would talk with our kids, who in our church do you think has the gift of serving? Who are the people that you see or that you know of that probably are really good at this? Maybe you've never thought about it this way, but this is who they are. We also talked about giving. So these are people who enjoy saving things, sharing things, giving in secret, working hard, and meeting the needs. And it was funny because when I was writing this lesson, I was like, who do you know that has the gift of giving? And then I realized most people who give, you don't. sometimes you don't even know that they've given things, right? I know tons of people uh, throughout just different churches and different ministries who are really good at giving and don't ever want anyone to know that they've given stuff or given money, or given time where they've done these things. And so those people are a little bit more hard to pinpoint, I think, uh, to the average church member, because a lot of times these people are behind the scenes, but they are willing to give when it counts. And I think that's very important. So we talked through that. Uh, we also talked about uh, the gift of encouragement, which is pretty cool. Uh, these are the people that enjoy comforting others or cheering them up. Memorizing scripture, being thankful, reading the Bible, and helping other people grow in their faith. And so it was really cool for us to see some of these things in our kids. Uh, I think it's really cool. And here's the thing. I think I was ninth grade. I think I was ninth grade. 
before I ever took my first spiritual gifts test. And I remember taking the test. We were in youth group. Our youth pastor challenged us to do it. We were talking about spiritual gifts. And I remember sitting, you know, at a desktop, <laughs> desk, that sounds weird, desktop computer. There we go. You know, or the dial-up internet and taking this, this test online. And I remember getting the results and looking at the top three gifts that I had. And I was like, this is crazy. I'm never going to use any of these gifts ever. Like, I just don't even know. And I kind of would sit there and kind of think through, okay, maybe I could do this or this or this. But wouldn't you know, you know, the Lord knows what he's doing. And so when I was in ninth grade, the top three gifts I uh, resulted in uh, was teaching, administration, and exhortation or encouragement. And I knew I was pretty good at encouraging people. In high school, I had a lot of people affirm that in my life, but I was like, I'm not a teacher. I don't want to be a teacher. I'm not going to school to be a teacher. Uh, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm kind of good at, at organizing some stuff, but I don't really see myself as in charge of things. And uh, flash forward to, goodness, 10 plus years later. I don't even know how long it's been. That, that's freaky. Probably 14, 15 years later. I use all of those gifts. <laughs> all the time. And I actually retook... Uh, like a full version of the test a couple weeks ago in prep for this lesson. And of the top, like the top four gifts that I had, uh, those things included things, of course, it was teaching, administration, encouragement. And then there was one that had kind of slid up closer to the top. It was actually one of my top three uh, was shepherding, right? Leading people. And so that one really surprised me, but I was like, it makes sense, you know, based on, on my life, based on what I'm doing. It kind of makes a lot of sense, <laughs> but I think it's very helpful. We actually had several leaders who uh, took the spiritual gifts test or who have uh, were part of, of this lesson series. And they said, hey, we have to do this. We need to do this. We we got to take this test. Like, I'm not even sure what mine are. And so that was cool to hear our leaders get on board and get excited for it as well. So it was a good series. I don't think we talk you know, enough about it. And I think for, for our kids, you know, the sooner we can get them thinking about, you know, once you're saved, how do you, how and where do you fit into our church? Right. We want you to feel like you belong. We want you to know that we love you and that we want you part of our church. But with that comes with how has God created you to serve? How is God equipping you to serve his body within our local church? And the sooner we can get them thinking through those things, I think it's going to be the better, you know, or for the better. Um, or, you know, hopefully we can avoid them becoming uh, freshmen in high school going, I'm never going to use these gifts. And then God completely blowing their minds years later when they're the kids ministry director that's now handing these out uh, in their own kids ministry. So, uh, you know, that's what we, we hope for our kids is that they, um, that they, first of all, they knew Jesus they trust in him for salvation and then they learn how to serve him and to bring him glory through the way that they serve our church and through the way that they serve our community. Um, and I'm very excited about that. So uh, I feel like this will continue more conversations as we go further along. Uh, we actually have next week, which depends on when you're listening to this. Uh, we actually have next week off. So we're taking a short break for Thanksgiving and then we're coming back with a Christmas party, which is going to be a lot of fun. I think uh, lots of cool things already planned for that. So we're looking forward to, you know, just to a great time. Christmas parties are always really fun. 
And so, uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be a good one. We have some cool lessons lined up for for a Christmas series. Uh, kind of a little bit in person, but a lot of it's at home since we're taking a, a larger break for Christmas to give family some time to hang out uh, with themselves, by themselves, by themselves. You know, families to not have to, to come to church. You know what I'm saying. And if not, that's okay. I'm sure I'll explain it a lot better later on. <laughs> All right, I think that's a wrap.